Hi, everyone. Welcome to Entrepreneurship by Design with Dr. C. I'm your host, Dr. Caroline, and thank you so much for joining us today. Entrepreneurship looks different for everyone. How and why we start our business, challenges that occur, pivots we have to make, success we achieve, all while life is happening. That's why I love sharing these inspiring entrepreneurs with you and shed light that there is enough room for everyone to succeed and thrive, even if you're in the same industry. I'm so glad you're here with us today because we have an incredible soul with us, Christina. Christina helps you triple your energy by healing your deep wounding that is driving you to push yourself beyond your limits. Christina created the Self-Love Academy, where her approach is known for immediate turn-on of your own inner warrior. You will shift the feeling from feeling lost, unappreciated, to feeling unapologetically seen, heard, and valued. And thank you so much, Christina, for being here today. It is such a pleasure to have you. And I would love for you to just dive into your journey, how you got here today, and then we can go a little bit deeper. Hi, Caroline. Thank you so much for having me. I am really, really thrilled for this conversation. Um, How did I get here? I got here through a lot of, um, you know, ups and downs um, in my entrepreneurial journey. Um, after a career of 15 years in accounting, I decided after a retreat, actually, I went to a retreat and on that retreat, I manifested my last day at work in my corporate job. So that was um, a chapter that I ended by um, by intention because I wanted to be me and not have to fake or take anyone's tantrums at work as so many of you know (laughs) in a corporate environment you don't really know what the day shows up for you Mm -hmm. and um, I then in 2015 um, after my last day at work um, which I felt really free, I must say. I felt so much freedom, um, but not much. um, I didn't have much um, vision on what it will be. It was very much uh, uncertainty in the air because I didn't plan it. I wanted it, but I didn't plan it financially. (laughs) And um, as a mother of two young children, um, you can imagine that only faith, um, you know, and a lot of a lot of prayer and inner work got me through then a couple of years um, of healing and so on. And then I decided to start it to um, actually do, do this coaching official because so much coaching was done e- even from my teenage age um, to my girlfriends. I was always the one to lift them up, to, you know, have them positively talk about their bodies and, um, look at them in a, in a, in a beautiful way. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, that got me here and a lot of, um, a lot of self-inquiry and this, um, dream and vision to create, a place for women to be able to feel seen, heard and valued as they are without having to fake it, without having to pretend and without having to, you know, be positive all of the time, you know, or um, need to be um, positive all of the time. You know, this this um, happiness is beautiful if it's if it's original, if it's authentic. 
Um, but if not, it's okay to feel all the emotions. So that's, mm -hmm. that's the dream I had to create this space for women to feel safe. Mm -hmm. I love it. And I love that dream because I do think there's so much to it where a lot of times people feel like they have to be positive all the time and happy and show this persona when inside they're crumbling or just, and it's okay to show that emotion. It's okay to, to experience that and not get stuck there, of course. But I, I think part of it is just feeling seen and heard. I was just having a conversation the other day about this, of just creating those spaces of having that where you feel understood. You feel like you have a place there and you're not alone because a lot of times people might see people on social media, for instance, and think, oh, well, they have their life together and everything's great when internally they don't. And I don't think anybody has it all together, like maybe moments and pockets of those times, but I feel like it does evolve over time. Absolutely. And I'm so curious too, because I know a huge part of your work is really about deep wounds and that when we are going through that, can you explain how healing deep wounds can directly impact and triple an individual's energy and what that connection between personal healing and increased vitality is? Absolutely. So healing can be done in so many modalities. And I have been through um, so many modalities myself. And mm. um, as someone who absolutely loves to have fun and not get serious, even when it's about healing, um, I have got to train myself to train um, and um, get to be licensed as a chakra dance facilitator. And I mentioned this because chakra dance is a movement therapy mm -hmm. and um, it is a healing modality that um, you can avail of, you can practice. Mm -hmm. And it is so deep because, you know, as much work as you do mentally yeah. and analytically and logically, um, I feel like it's not going to get you to the, to the healing of the deep wounds. And why am I saying that? Because the wounds are stored in our, in our bodies, right. the traumas, the wounds are like in the cellular bodies. And that's since the day that we were born. And so you can imagine that, I don't know about you, but I don't remember much under like five years old. Yet I have had for sure so many traumas, so many upsets, so many disappointments and hurts. For sure I did. Um, and I don't have to know them or remember them in order to be released. So with this movement therapy, um, you actually practice it. And you feel relieved and you feel um, released after you practice it without knowing, you know, or pinpointing or talking about it or remembering it and, you know, crying a little bit more. No, your body does its job. So I absolutely love, um, love, love, love this and um, this ability in our bodies to actually heal itself without, you know, us having to have having having to understand it or um make peace with it or whatever forgive it you know yeah. we do that yeah it's fine it's perfect we do that through journaling we do that through communication conversations intention prayer but it doesn't take us as as deep as in our bodies so um 
that's why I do believe that when you heal um, through this movement therapy, um, you then get to energize because, because what wounds and traumas are is energy that is stale, stuck energy, right? Mm -hmm. And once that stuck energy gets free and gets um, uh, healed, mm -hmm. you, your body is able to be more flexible, is less painful, is, um, you know, healthier, and it's flowy, right? It flows, mm -hmm. energy flows. I love that. And I never thought of it in that way, because I do think movement is so important as well, but it's that energy piece. And I'm so curious because I kind of want to go back for a second. When you started doing your own work and really healing internally, what was the drive to even start your business? Well, for my business, um, it started to give me more clarity. In my business, I, I, I'm such a bundle of joy. I... <laughs> for a long time suffered of the shiny object syndrome mm. and as an ambitious soul I just wanted to do everything so if I see you doing you know beautiful on YouTube I'd be like yes I can do that too <laughs> if I hear someone on podcast I'm like of course I can do that too and I would be able in all of my crazy you know um, ambitions to and motivation to be able to do everything without actually thinking that hey you have that much time and that much much energy in your life so how can you do everything and plus that much focus right mm -hmm. oh my god <laughs> so now um with this modality um, you know i get to be more focused and it's it's like a wake up call it's like it's like a natural um release of what's not important for me without having the fear of missing out because that was another part of it right mm -hmm. so if I if I if I wanted if I had a project and I wanted to do it so much but I I couldn't because I want I had another priority right mm -hmm. I would have had fear of missing out like and I would feel guilty and you know beat myself up now everything comes to place you know I I feel the pleasure in what needs to be done by me and where my focus needs to be and um, everything else just becomes becomes naturally um, out of my attention out of my focus it's like you don't have to do everything it's okay because you want to go play with your teenagers or you want to you know have free time well before I thought I was superwoman I could do everything you know, so that's how it helps me in my business focus and um, have joy and a lot of um, a lot of confidence. Yeah, I, I love that, too, because the drive, it, it sounds like it was just really from your own healing and your own development, but creating something that made sense for you. And I think a lot of times we do get the shiny objects that are like, oh, I want to try this. I want to try that. And like, I've been there. I totally have been there. But I think it's so beautiful to really hone in on where your specialty is and where you shine and still have the time for the other aspects in your life that were really important, like your children as well, being teenagers. But what was that like starting your business, but also with two children as well? Like, how do you integrate motherhood and entrepreneurship? Well, I do it and it's not perfect. Um, it's, 
again, focus is what I what I what I have to work with myself to keep um to keep on task and um progressing. Um, because I also work from home. So and they are home most of the time themselves. Mm-hmm. Um and so <laughs> they they have priority, I must say. Um, they always comes first, they always come first. Mm-hmm. If they need me, they know they get they they know where to get me, um, where to find me, and I'm gonna, you know, stop what I'm doing and just focus on them because they are they are my first priority. But also they know, like for example, right now, they know that I have, you know, an interview and that they cannot come here, and they know that I work for my dreams which is very, very important for me. I This is part of self-love, to be able to um, communicate clearly and to um, have it said that, you know, me as a mother, I'm also um, a dream achiever. I'm also a vision, a visionary, and um, I'm going to go after what I want to achieve. So um, they appreciate that and um, they see me and they they um they take me as an example you know even if sometimes it's quiet and i appreciate you sharing that too just that your children are your priority and making sure that you're there for them and present and i think that's a beautiful thing of entrepreneurship we get to create our own spaces and what works for us and also work for the people that we love and care about too knowing that we're still there and we just have more time on our hands in that regard and i'm so curious too how do you help individuals tap into their inner warrior and unleash to their full potential? What are some of the key steps or techniques that you use to facilitate the transformation with them? First of all, we um, get into um, being, you know, authentically, authentically um, open. And uh, in order to tap to um, the inner warrior is really a practice um, a practice that um, I teach them to um, activate their power chakra. So the inner warrior, the masculine energy, that fire within your body is um, located in the power chakra. Mm -hmm. And by by, um, dancing your chakra or by, there's there's different ways to activate your chakras. but to focus on this particular power chakra, mm-hmm. um, I do see the best results through um, EFT or and dancing the chakra. That's because um, so many women are disconnected from their bodies, let alone, uh, you know, connected to their power. So, so many times um, we in our daily lives stay in our heads and we function from there, right? And we we look for the solutions in our heads most of the time. We um, look for solutions, for um, possibilities, for answers um, into this space, which is very limited because it's just based on your past what whatever you did on your past experience you know that that's possible but you you don't know there's an infinite possibility um opportunity that you can um tune into so that's where your body comes in mm-hmm. and this is why i'm so passionate about um being connected to our bodies um and teaching that to 
to the members of my community, because um, once they can become present and they actually ground in their bodies, that inner warrior is like awakening, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's there. It's always been there. Right. And it's so beautiful to see their faces and their shift in their energy, how um, how they 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 become more confident, they become more, more fired up and more powerful. They actually get to get their power back. So many times we we gave our power away to our job, to our business, to our partner, to our kids, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, without knowing, without even realizing that. Mm-hmm. And so when they get to connect with their bodies and they get to activate that power chakra, they're like, oh, my God, my power is has always been here and it is here. So I don't have to go and look around for other people's approval or to go people pleasing or, you know, to be fake and um, pretend that I agree with someone just because I want their attention and I want them to think that I am powerful. Right. So. It's all about um, connecting with the body, and that's what the the main main work is, really. I believe it because I do think our bodies tell us first before we even like maybe can speak it out loud. Because I feel like the mind and body are so connected, and a lot of times, if we're not saying what we need or putting it out there, it can really be damaging to our body. And that's why I love the work that you're doing and really helping that power come out for individuals and especially women in particular. And, you know, when it, before we were in chatting, I was looking through your website and everything. And there's a term that just really stood out to me, soulgasm. What is soulgasm? What, how does it benefit women's daily lives? <laughs> So um, the soulgasm term came from an experience that I had um, on the solarium of a villa I was living in Spain just before COVID. We moved from Ireland to Spain in Alicante. And um, this beautiful villa had, this. it's called solarium. It's the whole house space. It's open. And um, that was my space for... Um, uh, my practice in the morning, my my self love, my meditation, right? Yeah. And um, I had a view to the ocean, to and then I was surrounded by palm trees, and it it was always a beautiful sun shining on me. I loved that space, and I had the intention to connect with my soul. So I said, okay, I this is my intention, and I'm gonna you know work on it, the inner work that we do um to actually connect with my soul and I didn't have to work long surprisingly I mean I didn't know what to expect I was like okay I I I don't want to put an outcome I don't want to put a due date I will be there and want to connect to my soul so um in a in in terms of a few days I while I was in a meditation I felt the energy um of my soul and somehow I merged with that energy and I know for some people who have never experienced this it sounds weird Um, it would sound for me too probably but it was such a beautiful enlightening and also peace giving experience because up until then as a mother of two boys now teenagers so that was about three 
years ago right mm -hmm. so they were just going into teenagehood I was yeah. I was worried not all of the time but I was having my own fears about how these children are going to become as you know adults yeah. um, what are they going to do you know how can I be the best parent to guide them so I had a lot of um, anxiety and questions about it in the back of my mind and I didn't even realize it and then that vision um, that I had was the vision of them um, and the energy it was absolutely peace-giving and so reassuring and um, divine really that um, I called it a soulgasm so I was like oh my god I had such a beautiful it was a bliss of of an experience of a connection with my soul so I was like wow I just had a soulgasm and then I said I I you know said to myself I would love every woman to have a soulgasm and of course I titled myself soulgasm activator and mm -hmm. um um, of course, you know, in marketing, you have to be so clear in what, yes. what you do <laughs> and what the title is and look at me. Um, but thank you for giving me the opportunity to explain where soulgasm come from. Um, yeah. And then really, I wanted women to have soulgasmic like um, experiences in their own schedule. Mm -hmm in their own business schedule because business makes you so serious sometimes mm -hmm. that I wanted them to know that, you know, connecting to their soul gives them that peace that gave me about motherhood, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's what I needed then. Mm -hmm. So I don't worry about my kids anymore. Since that moment, I trust. It's so, so, um, so, so great. So beautiful to have that inner peace <laughs> that yeah. is going to be okay. <laughs> No, I, I believe it. I'm not a parent yet myself, but I can just from all the parents I do know and friends that are parents and the anxiety or fears that come into play. But there's something so beautiful of letting that go, no matter what it is, not even just being a parent, but in business, in life, in anything that we come across that might be an obstacle that we have to face. And I love that you created something that was so beautiful. And in that moment to really define it in that experience and helping other women have that in more of their daily lives versus just one-off times, but being able to really focus in on that. And I'm so curious, what are some of the obstacles you have faced in building your business through the years? Obstacles, um, really um, being on social media and seeing other people, you know, having those amazing successes, I can say that one obstacle was like looking at others and um, imagining that it's easy, right? Imagining that it's so easy. Of course, I can do this. Um, and not being able to appreciate every step of the way that I had to go on my own, own journey. So yeah. kind of caught my attention and sometimes um, kind of stole my ability to have gratitude of where I am and being present um, obstacles. I truly, yeah, it's the most of the time it was the, the shiny object. Um, the, there's so many ways that you can make the money that, that got me lost. Yeah. <laughs> and um, um, 
that's it. Yeah. And I think that there's so much truth to that too, of just understanding not everything's going to work for everybody and knowing where your wheelhouse is, what makes sense for you and having the experiences you have, have led you to here today of being able to trust your intuition and trust this is the best way for you to help people, especially when it comes to deep wounds and really using and utilizing different modalities that really help from the inside out and really using the body. Because I think that is a big focal point of just being able to help people in regards to just anything that they're going through or having to push through. And I'm really curious because I know you've had a lot of success with a lot of different clients. Could you share a success story of where your approach resulted in someone shifting that feeling of being lost or unappreciated or unappreciated to feeling seen, heard, and valued? What were some of the key elements that helped in that transformation? Yeah. So, um, Lisa, um, a student um, who came without, you know, the courage to to even um, to even speak or express her feelings, mm-hmm. um, she came in feeling anxious, depressed, isolated. She was she was not able to. She, she had like um, social anxiety. She was afraid to go out. Yeah. Um, and the first the first video she made that that is like like last year um we've been working a year since then but um the first video that she made she she was so sweet she was like I don't even know what I'm doing Christina but you're asking me this question I don't even know the answer but this is what I feel (laughs) and she kept saying this is so hard for me right Mm -hmm. and then to see her a year later um, of course she had successes on the way but like a year later she came going consistently um, outside camping on her own um, standing up for herself starting to um, create different um, creative projects in her house and uh, decorate the house with those um, beautiful pieces she was um, creating um, speaking her truth and being herself um, in her own power, taking her power back, just like I said earlier, and um, standing up for herself, you know, in the relationships that she has with her family, with her close partner, Mm -hmm. um, refreshing her friendships and going out to concerts and having fun. And um, the last piece would be that she, she's going through like, she, she's, filming her self-love challenge right and she comes on camera and she actually um she's on instagram she actually encourages others other women to love themselves i was like (laughs) jaw dropping (laughs) (laughs) i love it and it's just it's testament to the work that you're doing of course she's putting in that work and doing it but you're guiding her and i think that's a huge part of what I love about the work you're doing is around self-love too. It's not just the body and movement, but it's really having this deep appreciation for ourselves. And I think it's so important the work of just the clients that you're working with. And I'm curious, what role does self-love play in the healing process? Because I know you help people, individuals cultivate that sense of self-love and acceptance as part of their journey to greater energy and fulfillment. But what has that experience been like for you? 
Yeah, well, self-love is the foundation for everything. Um, and I will go back, if you um, allow me, to the question um, before this one, asking me the challenges or the obstacles in business. Yeah. So for, for so long, I couldn't, um, I couldn't uh, express one transformation that I give to my, to my clients mm. through self-love, right? Like one right. transformation, Christina. I was like, but there's so many transformations. How can I give one? Right. So um, I think the fact that I couldn't, couldn't make that clear delayed my you know mm. um, ability to monetize it and to 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 um, monetize it at the level that I want to and to expand and scale um, my my coaching services but uh, yeah self-love is the foundation it's just that um, I was beautifully speaking about self-love I was really passionate about self-love and that is because and I still am Mm-hmm. Um, but but women listen to me, you know, they're like, but I don't know what self-love is. And yes, even if, you know, that gets explained, mm-hmm. it's still a very vague and intangible, um, intangible uh, transformation for them. They're like, hmm. But um, I, I'm, I'll go and do, you know, I'll go to to have a hair cut or I'll do and do my manicure. But that's self care, if you ask me. That self care is not self love. So mm-hmm. um, yes, self love is the foundation. And now because of um, because of this obstacle that I had in business, I this I I kind of came to the conclusion that um, I want to put self love. It's still the foundation, but it's um, in in terms of um, resolving your most difficult relationships, right? Mm-hmm. So um, we all have relationships and we all have some very difficult relationships in our life, right. even if that is with our body, right? It doesn't have to be with people necessarily. It can be with your body, with your money, with your mind, soul, whatever that is. Yeah. So now I... Um, I communicate and I um, invite women to um, look at their relationship and imagine that, I mean, not imagine, but when you you and I get into a relationship, let's say we become friends, I bring my relationship with my body in the forefront, right? I bring my relationship with my soul and I bring my relationship with my mind. Mm -hmm. So if these relationships for me are all, are broken right or they're yeah they're broken I I don't want to um, call people broken because because they're perfect just they just the way they are but um, broken I mean um, they have some you know stuck energy as I said at the beginning they have some um, missing pieces that um, that are created by fears by worries just like I had with motherhood and I I lived that soulgasmic moment, right? So all of those missing pieces, when I come into relationship with you, you bring yours. And so it reflects, we reflect to each other. And uh, of course, sometimes those relationships are, some of the relationships are very difficult because of what we carry with us. Mm-hmm. So um, now the best way to to show um, someone how much they love themselves and how much um, work they've done through self-love is to you know look at their relationship that before it was extremely difficult it was very hard to be in or maybe non-existent to now be able to have a nurturing relationship 
-hmm. Long answer. (laughs) No, I I appreciate it. And, you know, I think it's a really important aspect because I struggled with self-love a lot before I even really was in um, therapy and coaching, doing both professionally and personally. But I think there it's really hard to quantify the aspect of self-love, what it looks like, but you answered it so beautifully of just understanding too. It's really how we're viewing ourselves, how we're coming into a relationship, whether it's romantic, platonic, friendship, whatever it may be, but really that energy that's exchange can be so powerful in a positive way, or it can be very detrimental and draining in another way, but it's based off of how we're bringing in that energy and how it impacts us. And I think there's so much power in that and understanding how we can make those relationships better. It's like setting boundaries, but also like that's part of self-love, at least in my definition. I don't know if you agree or not, but yeah, yeah being absolutely. able to understand it. And I know you understand that very well and also helping your clients too. But I love that you really got very clear and focused on what you were helping people with the end results, because all the things that happen in between that, there's so much that happens, so many beautiful things and success, just even like what you're sharing with your client, the success that she had, it was moments over the year, but at the end results, like you saw that difference in her of showing up so powerfully and within her power and sharing that with the world. And I think that's a huge part of self-love because self-love is thrown around the word very much so, but what it truly means and how we can embody that sometimes it's really difficult. And it's those difficult conversations we have to have with ourselves and having amazing coaches that really help us in that regard of understanding what needs to happen next to get to that next step. And it it really does stem from relationships. And it's the relationship with ourselves first and foremost, and then all the other relationships too. Absolutely. Yeah. Because otherwise, if you, if you, come into a relationship and you see all of these things reflected back Mm -hmm. at you you may go into um you know blaming the other person because it's the easiest right it's the shortcut um or just um say that they don't get you you know and all of these things but in fact is 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 you and your inner work that Mm -hmm. will make that relationship better Absolutely. It's so beautiful. I love it. I love it when people tell you, what do you do? Like, what did you just do? Like with Lisa, they were like, oh my God, like, what did you do with your hair? What did you do? With your, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm loving myself. And they're like, what? <laughs> You're like, yes, try it. <laughs> it's good for you. <laughs> It'll only make you, you better. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And, you know, it just, it's really goes back to being just unapologetically ourselves too, right? Just like what you're saying with how she was changing her hair and showing up differently because she was really loving herself. And I think that's the significance of being unapologetically seen, heard, and valued in that process of personal transformation. How does this shift the perception that contributes to individuals over overall energy and their well-being? How how does it translate um well the 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 most um the 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 most stories and the most um um thing that i get with women coming in feeling seen and appreciated and valued is that um this community gets me this community you know um like they become besties really 
they're like oh my god I found my besties in here um I would never thought that I could be so open so this space where they get to be seen and valued and heard is is giving them confidence is giving them power right Mm -hmm. is giving them the power to discover their own power if that makes sense Mm -hmm. is giving them the the hope and the trust because when when someone comes into a sacred and safe space you know yeah uh, with the intention for them to feel heard and valued and not judged not compared Mm -hmm. um they just open up and their heart is like um you know all of the walls that they were um, having around their hearts, they, they just drop down mm-hmm. and they become vulnerable. They become um, in love with themselves. And why? Because, because they, even, even if they're not yet ready to love themselves, they, they get to become in love with themselves because of the others looking at them with love, right? The other women look at them with love and acceptance and they're like, oh, really? But this is me? I mean, you know, <laughs> they get to remember that in, uh, the essence of who they are is love and um, joy and and human beings that are um, that are here with a mission, a purpose, with a meaning, right? Right. It's absolutely beautiful when 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 someone who cannot be feeling safe outside, you know, outside in the space, in the family, community, school, whatever that is, work environment, um, they come into a community like this and they finally get to speak their truth. They get to um, cry and not being apologetic about it or feel guilty or ashamed um, they get to share their fears, mm-hmm. um, their worries, but also their joys and victories. It's absolutely, it, it's 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 so precious to have such space. So this is why I wanted so much to create this space. And I, I got to call it the Self-Love Academy Playground. <laughs> I love the name. <laughs> because, because I really wanted it to be a playground, to play mm-hmm. together again not becoming serious I mm-hmm. I do not enjoy being serious at all and I avoid it with all of the <laughs> with with everything I have to to become serious to in order to be professional or in order to be considered um, qualified I, I I don't enjoy that at all mm-hmm. um, and so because I don't because I don't find it, I, I find it very hard, you know, to, yeah. to be serious, to, yeah. and so I can only imagine that they're women, that they're serious enough in other areas of their life, because they were taught to, because they have to, mm-hmm. you know, but then when they, when they come there, they can just play in the playground, you know, while they heal, it's just, mm-hmm. uh, it's inherent, it's, it's, um, yeah, it's everything together. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And it's that inner child, right? I think a lot of times our inner child is silenced as we get older because we have to go to school, we have to get the job, we have to do all these things. And there's a seriousness to that. But 
I think there's so much room for play and love and just really being our true authentic selves. And our past might be very different in life, but recognizing that we do need to take care of that inner child always because it wants to come out. And then sometimes it's like, no, you can't, but it's being able to allow that space for growth. And I do truly love the name. When I first saw it, I was like, oh, wow, that like makes so much sense because it just, it's creating a space where we can all come and play and just be ourselves, but also work through the really hard things too. It doesn't have to be hard in every aspect. We can make it a little bit lighter in the sense of going through it. Of course, it's going to be really hard, but it doesn't have to be so hard from every single angle. Exactly. Yeah. I'm just agreeing here because you're so on point. (laughs) Well, I I feel like I I totally understand it. And because just being a a former therapist, like seeing a lot of like hard emotions, but really being able to work through that. And I feel like there needs to be that sense of like compassion and grace and love and kindness versus like all the really hard feelings. We can't not acknowledge those but having that intertwined. And I think it, it's really a harmony between the two. And that's what I feel like when you're saying it, what I've seen, it really does merge it together. So it can be a little bit more easy to go through versus having yeah. to be so difficult. <laughs> Absolutely. Life is, you know, it, it has its hard parts already. And um, we, as children, we had to, you know, do everything correctly. We had so many expectations from others. Um, I mean, they had expectations from us. We were expected to be perfect. And um, I think it's enough. So now I'm so happy that you mentioned the inner child. Mm-hmm. The inner child is crying for attention. So absolutely, yes. Yes, it definitely is. And that's why I'm glad you're doing the work you're doing. And I'm so curious because I know you've had experiences with just building your business, but what have been maybe your top two tips of going through the entrepreneurial journey that you can give other entrepreneurs on this journey that have been helpful for you? Two tips that are very important um, for each entrepreneur on their daily journey, daily, you know, um, work schedule is to insert some self-love snacks. I call them snacks because Mm -hmm. I know that so many don't have, you know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes or an hour, but you can have a snack. So maybe that is um, a very short um, EFT session, if you're familiar to emotional freedom tapping technique, Um, just like one round of, um, of tapping to release, if you feel angry, if you feel tired, if you have some kind of limiting belief, and it stuck, it, it keeps you stuck, from moving forward into your project that can be one or you know go to the mirror and connect with that inner child through your eyes and remember that um, that inner child uh, believes in you and in your in your potential in your success in your dreams that would be so amazing to connect through the eyes and of course um, breathing you can just take three um breaths um I do I do have a video um I could um I could have a re- as a resource is a very is a one minute video video um demonstrating the oxytocin breathing which means um producing happiness so it's a very beautiful um technique that it takes one minute and in terms of um these are three tips 
but and the fourth it depends on you what you like right but um another one would be movement so remember that emotion is energy in motion so when you experience an emotion you just have to move your body and with the intention to release and then come back refreshed so if if that is go for a walk or um um push it um simply just do some uh, hip circles, whatever movement is for you, stretch. Um, I do chakra dance. I do have mm-hmm. a 15 minute uh, ritual. So yes, absolutely move. And um, mm-hmm. and uh, your day would be absolutely different. Everything will be different, as I said, because everything is energy. So mm-hmm. you will get to transmit that to your team, to your clients, um, to your subscribers. I love it. Those were amazing tips and just giving what really works for us. There's no right or wrong way. And that's what we were talking about too. There's so many different modalities that you can pull from. And I love how that you framed it snack. Like it's just like a little bite size of it. And I think it just goes so well with just everything that you bring to the table of what you're doing to help individuals really live their full potential. And that starts from the inside out. And I, I truly believe that because when we're taking care of ourselves, we have so much more to give to others and our relationships. But I mean, self-love is one of those things that we need it. We need it. We need more of it. We need to understand it. It's not a trend. It's really of just working on ourselves and constantly evolving. But you know, when you, you know, when you don't, you know, you know, when you know that you need Mm self-love, when you're exhausted, burnt out, and you're like, why didn't I just take one minute to take three breaths, you know, (laughs) to just breathe deeper? Why didn't I take one minute to get out of that anger? Because otherwise they all, they don't go anywhere. Release is very important. They just, you know, pile up and you are going to become, you know, fields, body mind and soul with like um baggage you know so you you can imagine after one week of work stress you know obstacles whatever you have you just you you, you're tired and what how do you release how do you release you if you don't intentionally release then there's you know other ways of like comfort eating or I'm going to give some tough love now, (laughs) comfort eating or comfort sex or um, what else is there? Um, Comfort TV, you know, but that is not going to, is not, even if you do that for the whole weekend, another week is coming and you're going to have that baggage a little bit like loose now. I mean, it's not that heavy because two days you were like comforting yourself, but not for real. Mm-hmm. you didn't release so you can imagine if you keep going then you'll be like oh my god what's missing well self-love is missing yes. self-love is foundational really but mm-hmm. it's not that urgent it's not like i'm dying after self-love right <laughs> <laughs> nobody says that because it's like we said it's right. not um measurable it's not tangible right. but when you don't do it to yourself you'll remember the importance of it you'll be like oh my god but everybody talks about self-love yeah it's time to listen (laughs) (laughs) exactly exactly and I think it's just really listening to ourselves but also listening to what the body needs the mind needs and giving ourselves a little bit more compassion in that process but Christina I've been so enjoying this conversation where can people find you find your services we're going to link everything below but if you could let us know too 
Absolutely. So my website is um, www.selfloveeducation.com. And um, absolutely, I will give you my um, my portfolio of gifts so you can pick whatever suits your soul and your body. Um, and thank you for having me. It was such a bliss. Yes, absolutely. I so enjoyed the conversation and just your beautiful energy and light and what you're doing in this world to help people have a little bit more fulfillment internally to move that externally as well. But thank you again for coming on. Make sure to like, subscribe, comment below. What was the biggest takeaway from Christina today? I'm sure she would love to see that comment and we'll see you on the next episode.